We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, and I'm coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. We hope you are having a wonderful day today, and hopefully by listening to the podcast today, it will even be better. And uh, that is our goal. That's our desire is to be an encouragement to you. And I say this often, none of us need help getting discouraged. We always need help getting or staying encouraged. And so I hope and pray the podcast will do that. Uh, We started a little series on the last podcast on just simply uh, summarizing Christianity or what really is the Christian life. And, you know, I know this will not be an exhaustive list. I'm only giving a few little things that I think will encourage us and help us. But uh, hopefully you'll stay tuned. And if you've not heard the first one, you can go back and listen to that one uh, this week. And as far as that goes, I think there's over 200 podcasts here available on seven different platforms. And so uh, we would love for you to listen to them. And if they would be an encouragement to you, uh, why don't you share them? That would be a great encouragement to us. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, the Bible says this, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Uh, The Bible says in verse uh, 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And so we're just talking to you. uh, I talked to you on the last uh, episode on what is Christianity? How could we summarize it? And we started out with Christianity is a confidence, a confidence in who God is. And it's also a confidence in what he says and also a confidence in what he wants for us, the will of the Lord. The Bible says here in verse 17, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And so to understand the will of the Lord and to want to understand it, we have to have a confidence in that it's best for us. So when we talk about the Christian life, it's rooted in faith. And if we're putting faith in something, obviously we should have confidence in that thing or that person. And of course, with the Christian life, we're putting faith in God, and we're putting faith in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're putting faith in the Holy Spirit of God to lead us and to guide us. So we must have confidence in God. We must have confidence in his word, and we must have confidence in his will. So when we talk about summarizing what is the Christian life, then it starts with faith. It starts with having a confidence in him. So we we understand that it's a confidence. We also know that Christianity is a communion. Now, I say this all of the time, but some people have this idea that Christianity is some religion. It's not a religion. Uh, it would better be described as a relationship. When you trust Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you, you repent of your sin, and by faith you trust Christ as your Savior, the Bible tells us that we become a child of God. He becomes our Father. Well, that's a relationship. He walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I am his own. By the way, we commune with one another. God speaks to me through his word. God speaks to me through circumstances. God speaks to me uh, through other people. He speaks to us through that still, small voice. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit of God. And so we know that it is uh, it's a communion. If we get past this, we're, we're, in, we're in real trouble trying to, to serve God in the way that he wants us to serve. We're not doing this because we have to. We are doing it because we want to. 
uh, when you have a relationship with someone, that relationship is based on love. And that love produces communion. It produces a relationship. It produces communication. Uh, it produces care and compassion. And see, think about it. The Bible says the love of Christ constraineth us. So the Lord loved me. And because I realized he loved me, his love motivated me to love him back. And by the way, that's what love should always do. It should motivate us to love someone back. And of course, because the Lord has loved us, he wants us to love him back. That's a relationship. Uh, we certainly shouldn't just live the Christian life out of duty. Now, there are times, no doubt, that we must do things out of duty. We don't always feel like doing the things that we should do. But you know what? That's true in a, in a, in a physical human relationship as well. We don't always feel like doing certain things. But because we love someone, that motivates us to please that person that we love. It's the same with the Christian life. Uh, if you want to look at the Christian life like it's a bunch of do's and don'ts and, you know, you want to look at a bunch of rules and regulations, then you're looking at the Christian life all wrong. It's communion. I mean, think about it. Uh, the Lord loves us, and because he loves us, he showed us his love. He's, gave, he's given himself for us, and he even came to this, he even came to this world because he loved us. What actions, what better actions can prove love? And so it's the same with us. We shouldn't do anything because just, oh, well, that's our duty to do it. Uh, well, I tell you what, we got to do that because that's a rule that God lays down. No, we do it because we love him. We do it because we want to please him. You know, we don't, we don't have a relationship with our children like that. No, we do for our children because we love our children. Uh, we don't have a relationship like that with our wife or someone that we love or someone in our family or, or even a friend or someone that we love. We don't. We don't do that and just say, oh, well, I better do this. No, we do it because it should be motivated out of love because we have a relationship with those people. And the greatest relationship and the greatest communication relationship we should have is with the Lord. By the way, he speaks to us through his word, through circumstances, through people, through the Holy Spirit. But you know what? We can speak to him through prayer, and we should speak to the Lord. Could you imagine waking up? Uh, for two or three months at a time and not speaking to the people that you love, especially your wife or, your, you know, a family member? How long would that, a girlfriend, how, how long would that relationship last? How long would it be good? It wouldn't be good because it would be lacking communion. It would be lacking communication. It's the same with the Lord. Uh, it's, it's a relationship. Christianity is a communion. It's not a bunch of rules and regulations. The Lord has given us some, yes, principles to live by, uh, he's given us promises. He's given us some commands. And if we love him, that love should motivate us to please him because we are in communion with him. We have a relationship with the Lord. And I'm very thankful that he loved us enough to have a relationship with us. I'm glad that I'm not just a number to God. I'm glad that he knows me. And he knows me in an intimate way. And by the way, he knows you in an intimate way. The Bible tells us that he knows us so well that he knows every hair on our head. And so I want to encourage you today, Christianity, yes, it is confidence in who God is. We should have confidence in what he wants for us, his will. But we also know that Christianity is a communion. It is a relationship, not a religion. Now, not only is Christianity, I believe, a confidence, it's a communion, but I also know that Christianity is a conflict. The Bible tells us that we are to fight the good fight of faith. We're to fight. So obviously we know there's a struggle. Anything good... Anything that is precious, anything that is uh, 
very, very pure and precious to us, there's always battles to keep it. And it's the same with our Christian life. We know that it's a conflict. Now, we know that our greatest conflict is ourselves. Galatians 5.17 says this, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. So we know that there's a conflict going on inside of us. When we get saved, we still have the old nature. We will not be completely uh, saved or sanctified from that nature till we get to heaven. But we must yield to the Spirit. The flesh is always lusting. Uh, the Bible very clearly says that. It's warring in our members. Uh, Paul said it right. He said, that that I do, I do not. He said, evil is always present with me. He was talking about his flesh. So there is a fight. And so we often sometimes say, well, how could so-and-so do that? Because we can yield to the flesh. We can yield to the things that are not spiritual. Why? Because that warfare is going on inside of our bodies, inside of our heart, inside of our mind. And the Bible says we must war and we must get up every day and, and, and yield to the Spirit of God. The Bible says we must die daily. What does that mean? That means you have to put to death your flesh. Again, I think it goes back to having confidence what God wants for us. Do we have faith? Do we truly believe God that he wants the best for us? Do we truly believe that God's way is the best way for our life? I'm going to tell you why. Your flesh will always tell you it's not. Your flesh, my flesh will always say, hey, I know a better way. I want to do this. Our flesh is always trying to tell us what is best, but the Lord knows best. And so we must yield to the Spirit of God. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's a warfare. It is a battle that we must tend on battling every day. You say, Pastor Martin, does it ever get easier? Not really. Our flesh, again, as I said, our flesh, our human desires, the lust of the eyes, the, the pride of life, and the world's customs and the world's pull will always be there until we get to heaven. So yes, the Christian life is a conflict. We must fight as a good soldier. Amen. And so I hope and pray that you are guarding your heart today and yielding to the Spirit of God. Hey, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.